Shout out what your name is. Do you have a man who you came with? Oh, I guess we can get into it. All right. You ready? Let's go. Welcome back, y'all. Street Academy Podcast, where we keep one foot in the academy and one foot in the streets. And we back, we back, and we back. <laughs> little Sunday phone remix. Little, little Sunday service on there. <laughs> little Sunday service. Let's go. Dr. Hater, how you feeling? Listen, I'm here. It's April. Mm-hmm. Summer break is around the corner. It's starting yeah. to get warm outside. Yeah. Is I'm it all right? Because you in Pennsylvania. Is it getting warm? Because it's not in yeah. Atlanta. Really? It's cold. Oh, wow. Yeah, we had like some snow, like some super random snow last week. But mm-hmm. this week we're good. Like yesterday it was nice and warm. The sun was out. The birds were chirping. Yeah. Like spring is spring is trying to, you know, knock that door in. I don't know what's, I think the weather is uh, punishing Atlanta for being open during COVID. Because <laughs> it is like, we, I'm still in the hoodie. I'm still like, oh, yeah. Well, it's like, y'all gonna stay inside. Yeah, you <laughs> y'all gonna stay inside. Stay inside. Well, you don't want to stay inside when you're supposed to? You gonna stay inside now. Wow. While everybody else out playing. Now you on yeah. play. <laughs> I'm like, man, why is this so cold here? So, but nah, that's what's up. Yeah, it's um, man, life is life is good. Life life be lifing sometimes, but yeah, yeah. Overall, man, I'm 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 happy. I'm excited. I'm I am excited about the summer summertime coming up. I got some things I got to do, some some research stuff I got to get done. That's kind of coming down the pipeline, and um, but I am going on vacation. I'm starting my vacation plans. So. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. My plan was to go to, so I was going to follow in your footsteps. I was uh-huh. supposed to go to uh, the Cuba. Oh! Yeah, I, I was supposed to go Cuba. to Cuba. Yeah, yeah, I'm trying yeah. to get back as soon as possible. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was supposed to go there with, you know, with some friends and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But actually, one of my one of my uh, homeboys, um, he couldn't make it. I think he got deployed or whatever for, okay. um, you know, for because of everything that's going on. Yeah. So, um. So I'm going to just do Texas. I'm going to just okay. do like, I think I'm going to just do like Houston and Dallas or something like that. Okay. So yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking I'm going to do that. So I got to, I'll figure it out. But I've never been to Houston. I've, I've never been to Texas at all. Okay. So I said, well, you know, this, this will be a great, a great time to, you know, do something different. So I think I'm yeah. going to do that. The thing I remember most about Texas, I have a couple of distinct memories about Texas. Mm-hmm. I remember Texas speed limits being pretty high uh, and Texas being really flat. Yes. So I remember just like hauling down the highway because mm-hmm. I think the speed limit might be 75 or 80 in some places. Mm-hmm which means that you can go beyond that if, if that's what's in your spirit. Yeah. Um, and it certainly wasn't mine. So yeah. you know, I just remember going really fast. Yeah. And I remember not being able to find any kind of vegetarian, vegan, nothing, nothing. So. Okay. Yeah, I'm excited about it. I've never been to Texas, man. I have so much good stuff about both Dallas and Houston. So, mm. so I'm excited about going there. So I will say Houston traffic is like Atlanta traffic. So just oh. prepare your heart and mind for that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Cool. 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 
What's up? Well, listen up, y'all. This episode, as you know, or mini so mini, yeah, mini so. Mm-hmm. Um, we missing uh godmother Decatur Amber K. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She got things she gotta get done, but we gonna um we gonna get this done. But the next full episode gonna be all three of us. And by now, you probably already seen, you may have already even seen some mini souls with all three of us. So as you know, we still, you know, we still back back and forth doing our thing in between our own responsibilities. But yeah, the next full episode should be all three of us, inshallah. So that's what it is. Uh, with this episode, though, you know how me, you know how me and Dr. Hayden, <laughs> we did, this be the hating episode. So if you just see us, you know we just hate on <laughs> go in the popular culture and we just go into the hot topics and we just talk about whatever like whatever. <laughs> the nonsense yeah the nonsense <laughs> so uh got gotta get your initial thoughts I, I don't you can't by the time this come up I don't even know if this is gonna be as hot of a topic anymore but we still gotta mm-hmm. discuss it mm-hmm. um gotta know uh how you felt about when it happened how you felt about um the slap heard around the world you know and i know by now it might be old but we can't have a conversation and not address uh, and it. not address it we at least gotta address it and by this time you probably heard every part of you know mm-hmm. the discussion or whatever people talking about <laughs> so let me let me just get your thoughts on that real quick. oh gosh well i wasn't watching it live like mm. I don't know how I would have felt in the moment had I not already heard what had happened right. by the time, like I went back to see it and all that stuff. Um, I do kind of wish that I had seen it live so I could like form my own sorts of like thoughts and opinions about how it went down. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember one of the things that stood out to me immediately was Lupita and her face. Cause <laughs> I was like, she represents. <laughs> she represents so many of us just like (laughs) i'm gonna just sit here and see what happens (laughs) i'm not gonna get involved (laughs) but my eyes can't hide everything (laughs) so (laughs) so i appreciate shout out to you lupita um i don't know like i i think if i were to just like make it really simple I wish that Will Smith did not slap Chris Rock. Mm-hmm. I, I wish he did not. On the other hand, like I understand why he felt like that's what he had to do. Just like in terms of all of his options and him thinking like, what's the best one in this moment? Like I, I get how he got, like how he rationalized that in such a quick amount of time. I wish he didn't do it though. Like, mm. I think, I think other, other options could have played out well for him. Like mm. he doesn't, he doesn't leave this situation without being the villain. Yeah. Um, and, you know, in some aspects, rightfully so. Like, I don't know if I can fully say that somebody making a joke, whether it was an incredibly poor taste, um, deserves like that kind of response but at the same at the same time like let me be honest I tell my students all the time like say things in this class like this class is a 
safe space for you to say things. Like I have a lot of white students, they don't know necessarily the right words, like the nomenclature when, we're, when they're talking about race. And a lot of my right. students are wealthy as well. Like they don't know the right words to use to, to just talk about people who aren't themselves. And I say like, this is the space because we can correct it and move on. If you use certain words or say certain things in other contexts, like you might call me, you see that I'm black, you might use an outdated term in this classroom. My responsibility to you in my role as professor is to help you understand like why that's wrong. Um, if I meet you in the street, however, like it may carry some different consequences. So, you know, I, I get that sometimes there's consequences to your actions depending on when and how you decide to move you know there's there's no such thing as being inconsequential in this world i i, I wish again that will smith didn't slap him but again yeah. I, I understand that's where he landed in terms of his options yeah yeah um man i mean so many different different positions on it um I think the only thing that I would probably offer that would be new is, and I and I put this up on my Facebook, mm. is it's not Will fault, it's not Jada fault, it's not Lupita's fault, it's not definitely <laughs> not Lupita. Not, not <laughs> she was business. You know whose fault all this is? Who? August Alcina. If he would have <laughs> just kept his goddamn mouth shut. Yeah. You yeah. know what time it was. Yeah. Jay yeah. was like, I'm cool with it. Will yeah. was like, I'm cool with it. Everybody yeah. cool with it. If yeah. you would have just kept your mouth shut, yeah. And this would have happened. They wouldn't have had to go to the red table talk. No. They wouldn't have been under all this scrutiny. Mm-mm. Will wouldn't have been getting picked on for the past two years. Yeah. Jada wouldn't have get got picked on for the past two. All of this probably would not have happened. Had August Alcina just kept his mouth closed, stuck to the NDA, yeah. and took your money. Yeah. Now you want to be all famous, bruh, why? Why? So I yeah. feel like all oh, this is August Alcina. <laughs> you know, I didn't think that through, but I mean, the points are being made here. <laughs> points are being made points here. Are because I, I do think about like, it, it has been rumored for the longest, as long as people have said Will and Jada, yeah. one of the things that came out after that was that they are swingers or right. they have an open marriage open or marriage. like, you know, they just be doing whatever with whoever. Right. And they have said no or, you know, sidestep that or mm-hmm. whatever for the longest time. And people have kind of left it alone. I don't know yeah. why that August Elsina situation gained so much traction. Mm-hmm. I wish they had not gone to the Red Table talk about that mm-hmm. because you are correct in terms of like every little thing that they did beyond that scenario has been met with the highest level of scrutiny right 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 and that's I think that's that's unfortunate I mean like like I said we we've heard every part of Will and and Chris and you know Chris shouldn't have made the joke and you know Will shouldn't have done it and I think it's all nuance you know what I'm Mm. saying no nobody's nobody's without critique and all of it i i don't like this idea that it was will was wrong point plain and simple no it's not point plain and simple there's a lot of there's a lot of discussion in between should he have slapped chris rock no but 
Sometimes people need to get slapped. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying Chris needed to get slapped, but stop acting like we, and this is another part I want to talk about. I don't like this idea, this kind of sensationalization of Hollywood or the world as this peaceful place. And there is no, there is no place for violence in a peaceful world. There's no place for violence in the academy. And we need to, there's no place for violence in, in situations like stop playing, stop acting. That like don't even me. make no sense. Stop acting like you, like Russia is not killing innocent Ukrainians right now. Stop <laughs> acting like the police ain't out here killing innocent black people right now. Stop acting like Harvey Weinstein ain't just innocent, like innocently Hello. violate innocent women for Hello. decades and y'all knew about it. Stop acting like violence don't exist, right? Will Smith, he did what he did. Was it right? No, to a degree. Again, it's, 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 it's nuanced. But stop acting like, I can't believe that there's this violence in Hollywood, man. Shut, mm-hmm. shut the hell up, man. Because there's violence everywhere. And y'all quick, I mean, white folks quick to be cool with violence if they feel attacked or mm. their rights or their people or their country or whatever feel attacked. You, you, you ready to drop bombs on people. So because this man felt like his wife was being attacked, he slapped dude. Again, I wish he didn't. I don't necessarily think it was right, but stop acting like y'all holier than that. Listen, listen, you know, as you were talking, I went to, you know, there's a whole conversation that we could have about our obsession with violence within this country, but even the obsession with violence within Hollywood, like half of those movies that are out there winning are about someone slaughtering people and you know, all kinds of like wars and fights and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm thinking about, um, uh, wasn't Denzel Washington the last black man to win uh, Best Actor Oscar? Uh, no, Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx won an Oscar? Yeah, Jamie Foxx won an Oscar for Ray for Best Actor. Did he? I missed that completely. Was that after Denzel Washington? Uh, unless, I think they said Forrest Whitaker won one too, I think. Oh, then I am. But Denzel won it for training day and then. Which is where my mind went to immediately. Like of all the things Denzel has ever done to only win an Oscar for training day. Yeah, but but afterward, but training day came out before Ray. Okay. Um, Best actor, yeah. Well, clearly y'all can see I am not up on my Oscar black history. Yeah. Because all of this is news to me. Um, yeah, because it was Sydney. How many black actors have won Best Actor uh, Oscars history? Did you know only five black actors have won Best Actor awards? Mm-hmm. Um, it was Sydney Poitier, mm-hmm. Denzel, um, Jamie Foxx, Forrest Whitaker. Oh, and The Last King of Scotland. That was in 2006. Which is one of the most violent movies yes you know super super violent film um so so we could i mean we could talk about hollywood's obsession with gathering together to celebrate violence on film right we could talk about that right and and to your point like we could talk about the obsession with violence just generally like ukraine and russia but also the u.s's obsession for like getting in the mix (laughs) 
Oh my God. And I'm not saying that people should not be humanitarian. I'm specifically talking about the role of government uh, being everywhere other than within your own country mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. doing doing you know and i know that we <laughs> we were talking about this earlier like uh the anti-lynching bill that just got passed right. if y'all weren't so concerned about what everybody else was doing y'all could have passed that bill 100 years ago 100 years that's ago. when the because <laughs> that's when, when they, the lynching was at a tight right so. and, when, and and when they kept moving i think it was either in the, i think the senate kept blocking it but the house kept mm. pushing pushing forward for decades and decades and decades mm-hmm. so i mean yeah i just that that part really like irked me another part of it that really irked me is and this is this is so two 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 more parts that i that i i felt about um about the you know the slap hurt around the world before we go to the next topic is that number one um will smith has reminded us that white society and particularly hollywood cares not cares nothing about your actions and your respectability politics Mm. when it comes to black people Mm. because will has literally been spotless for 30 years yeah i'm talking about as soon when he came on the fresh prince in 1990 1991 spotless like man ain't done nothing wrong you heard these little rumors or whatever he's made y'all billions and billions of dollars he's been a top box office celebrity everything he's literally admitted to putting his career, putting Hollywood before his family mm-hmm. for years and years and years. He's giving you and us as entertainers everything he has. Now, right. why he did it, of course, we know that he's had his own identity issues and all this other kind of stuff for a long time, but he's given it all to Hollywood for mm-hmm. 30 years, spotless. And this man trips right goes off the deep end and i'm not saying that there's no punishment no consequences but he trips goes off the deep end one time and now it's like take away you know you hear people say take away the oscar he's removed from the academy right now he's a thug now he's it now he's a and it's like yo black people don't forget they don't Michael told us they don't care about us. <laughs> you don't yes. have to try to be perfect for them. You could yeah. be perfect for as long as you want. You or you could mess up. You could be you 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 could be trouble man. You could be Tupac, always mm. messing up, always in a. It don't matter because they're gonna only see one thing, and that's Correct. what Bill Smith talked about in that Fresh Prince episode. They don't they don't see none of that. So you could you could be as perfect as you want to try to be to get them to, and I'm not saying Will never necessarily did that, um, or he was trying to be perfect for them, but he was spotless. Mm. And the man messed up one time in a big way, and now it's like now they want to throw him away. And yeah. so hopefully they just let black people know if 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 you want to act a certain way, let it be because you want to, but don't be because you're trying to impress white right. folks or impress society because they're gonna always see you. as as a nigga as the same person you ain't gonna be no different than another person and as soon as you mess up you can quickly be replaced i'll just say this additionally like yes to all of that but another important like nuance to this is that because he is 
a wealthy person in the midst of other wealthy people, like their mess ups get handled differently than the average person. Right. Because if that was, if Will Smith was a seat filler versus being Will Smith and who he is with all the money and power that he has, he would have been in jail. He oh, absolutely would have been in jail. That's he weird. would not have been allowed to continue yeah, sitting there. He would have been sure. banned immediately. For sure. So even within all of this and them, you know, kind of painting him as like this thug and, you know, I've seen some of the things that folks have said <laughs> that are really quite ridiculous mm. um, behind all of this. But, you know, even, even with people, you know, just kind of being... Um, painting him in a super negative light Mm -hmm. um even with all that like if the only consequence that comes out of this is that he resigns from being a member of the academy Mm -hmm. then he gets a lot more privilege than the rest of us anyhow that's true that's yeah i yeah you got a point you got a point on that i'm I'm trying to look up the next thing i was going to say but um but yeah like yeah there is a certain financial privilege and power privilege that will has and Mm-hmm. I, I don't think they're gonna like you know label him this you know like like a, a like they did Bill Cosby or Harvey Weinstein or anybody I don't think his career is gonna or legacy is gonna go down like that right but there is I do think that had it so so he has the he has the financial what you're saying is he has the class privilege and the power privilege that a regular person like myself or you or anybody else who doesn't have that he he'll he'll be okay in that respect mm-hmm. but if it was another white person if it was a white man a white woman or whatever who had done the same thing as him um he's definitely gonna get um punished a lot worse than they would is what you're saying i'm saying that if if he were a black person without means then that black person would have gotten punished way worse gotcha. so I understand how his blackness is factoring and how people are interpreting him and interpreting their actions calling him you know a thug and saying that he's violent and all these kinds of things um where in the past however long he has shown that to not be the case and honestly specifically as it relates to Chris Rock I think that um both of the Smiths have been um at least publicly fairly gracious to him in terms of not publicly degrading him or Mm -hmm. you know just kind of rebutting to some of the things that he said Mm -hmm. over over time Mm um but so I so pushing forward, like I still, I understand that because he's Black, people are interpreting his actions in a particular way and associating them with like this violent thug-like stereotype. Yeah. At the same time, because he is wealthy, that like the consequences are people think he's a thug and he gets to resign. Like he doesn't have to get pulled up on charges. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have to go to jail. Mm-hmm. Um, he doesn't have to have a criminal record. Like he doesn't lose his job. Right. Um, like all of these things, his like class status protects him from. Got you. Okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. Um, the last thing I want to say, um, and I know if you had uh, another point you wanted to make before we move to the next topic, uh, I saw this meme and I think you will appreciate it. Oh okay. Lord. 
This says, between Will and Kanye, marriage looks taxing. <laughs> listen, listen, listen to that one. Between Will and Kanye, marriage looks taxing. Future is never this stressed. <laughs> Future is the stress. Okay. <laughs> You see me like he be having his chains on his head. Future be like, man, I'm good. We need future like I'm not stressed. Oh gosh, you know, do not have me on here defending Kimberly and Kardashian. Please do not do that. (laughs) I'm just saying, it's something to think about. It's something to think about. Listen, I, I think Will Jada, and Kanye out here stressing over these women future like I done told y'all. <laughs> listen, Kanye is stressing about everything yeah. um, and he would not be as stressed if he would take his medication, but that's right. a whole nother episode. Right. 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 Um, but, you know, Jada has really gotten a, a bad rap. Um, I'm, I'm just not going to say anything about Kimberly because... Yeah. You know, I just don't want to be put in the position of, of being defensive of her. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Jada really has gotten a bad yeah. rap. I'm not I'm not a Jada apologist, but I think yeah. that she's caught some caught some bullets for things that for sure. you know she probably shouldn't have. So for sure, for sure, definitely. Yeah, you know, I always try to try to find a way to to be a future <laughs> apologist. Always try to find a way to support my brothers. <laughs> my brothers sometimes they don't really understand. Oh Lord. Listen, all I can say is that the list of women who future has been with, who mm. have gone on to thrive post future mm. is lengthy. So mm. and the queen among them is Sierra. It's Sierra. I, I got I I love I love Sierra. I got love for Sierra. Um yes aging backwards yes. just living her life yes yeah i man salute that sister i got love for her um next but so i don't know if you want to transition us to the next topic um i can you, because yeah, you want to you introduce know, think, it and talk about it yeah because i think the interesting like through line between this whole will smith scenario mm-hmm. um and and the next scenario is like this the black woman who gets like demonized and maybe there's some validity to what people say and maybe there's not but there's like a lot of gray area yeah um so jada is definitely that person in the will smith scenario and then the next person that we're talking about is monique Mm -hmm. and i remember when monique came out with her videos and she was talking about how lee daniels blacklisted her and you know she was having Mm -hmm. all kinds of like hollywood struggles she was definitely the butt of many jokes yes many jokes yes and people didn't believe her either people were like why would he do this thing to you like your story is not believable um and certainly there were some people who they were like no the math math like what you're saying is yeah it's it's adding up like we we believe you because of what you know is is adding up Mm -hmm. um but, you know, I think some of those like naysayers might have to backtrack a little bit because she got that apology from mm-hmm. Lee Daniels. Mm-hmm. I don't know too much about the whole scenario because I didn't follow the story super closely. But, you know, I just think it's super interesting that this man apologized to her 
in I think a pretty public way yeah. to say, you know, I'm sorry for blacklisting you and I'm a, you know, help you move forward to get where you need to be or whatever it might be. So, mm. yeah. So yeah, for those who, who might not know, um, so Lee Daniels apologized to Monique, uh, for years, Monique has been wanting an apology and, um, protesting the fact that she's been blacklisted essentially from Hollywood because she would not, um, participate in the marketing part of the movie Precious. Precious did really well at the time, um, you know, made a lot of money, but she was contracted to, um, shoot and, and act. And she did her, she fulfilled her contract. And when they asked her to do more, she refused. It was not in her contract. That's not what she signed on for. Most times people will just do it because they don't want to shake things up. They don't want to make the powers that be mad. But she said, well, no, you should have put that in my contract and you didn't. So Mm -hmm. no, I'm not going to, you know, be a part of the marketing part. Um, Had you done that though, and I knew that I would have, I would have done it. Right. And so because of that, she felt that Tyler Perry Oprah Winfrey and Lee Daniels had pretty much blacklisted her and stopped her from being able to work as much as she was working before because after Precious, she didn't have uh, as many opportunities come her way. This led to her wanting everybody to boycott Netflix for not wanting to pay her as much as Amy Schumer, who's another uh, white woman comedian or as much as like a Chris Rock or Dave Chappelle. So it was a whole big thing about that. And like like you said, uh, Jackie, people were people were hating on her. On her, people said she was crazy. How are you gonna tell people to boycott Netflix? Do you sell as much as Chris Rock? Do you make as much money as Dave Chappelle or Amy Schumer, whatever? Um, and so it was it was a big thing. And people were you know like you said were saying she was lying or saying that she was asking for too much. Many people were saying that you know how you gonna go up against Tyler Perry, Oprah, Lee Daniels? These are some of the most powerful people Mm -hmm. in Hollywood and telling her she's crazy and that sort of thing. But what I thought was interesting because this is a power struggle and it probably would have continued, but the, and it's interesting that, and this is something I often say about black and white people, black and white society, power meets power and power only understands power. Mm. And so you have somebody like a Monique who doesn't have as much power trying to go up against a, a, a Tyler Perry and a Netflix, uh, and a Oprah and a Lee Daniels is is she probably not gonna get what she want? But what? But uh, and I want to quote my brother Sean Carter, the great philosopher Sean Carter, when he says, "I'm gonna quote him and then I'm gonna do the reverse. Ooh. You could either die a hero or live mm-hmm. long enough to see yourself become the villain." Right. I didn't know that's where you were going. I thought you were going with don't bring a knife to a gunfight <laughs> to a test. Listen, don't let us go back and forth. You know me, the hip-hop generation, so you know we got the lyrics yeah. <laughs> here. <laughs> we got Jay-Z, yes. all of out All of them, lyrics, all the lyrics. That's a good one, too. I like that. Uh, but yeah, I was thinking like, uh, you can either die a hero or live long enough to see yourself become the villain, um, which is actually goes back to Will Smith. Exactly. <laughs> that exactly. But I would even say it could be the reverse. You could either die a villain or see yourself or live long enough to see yourself become a hero because the person who ended up being the power 
that was necessary to negotiate with the power of Tyler Perry, Lee Daniels, and 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 Oprah was Fifty Cent. What? And Fifty Cent has always been the villain <laughs> in Hollywood, the villain in music. People love to hate Fifty Cent. Fifty Cent. Well, let me say this. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna let you finish, but is extremely rude. Like I've seen some of the things that he said to and about other people, and I'm like, you don't have to say all that. Yes, yes. I, like he's rude and he is petty. I remember when I guess Ja Rule had some show, and Fifty Cent bought up like all the seats in like oh, the first couple of rows so that they could be empty. And I was like, that is so petty. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> what petty? <laughs> and people are hating him unjustifiably. Like, yes. I understand why people hate this man. Yes, yes, but that's what I'm saying. He's a villain. Everybody mm-hmm. looks at him as the, as the bully. He's the villain. Don't know, and, and rightfully so, because he's mm-hmm. he's done, he's made some messed up posts. He's done a lot of petty things. 50 is just, he's he's incredible. Like, I don't understand why he do what he do. But um, but it was 50 Cent though, who it was only, it was maybe like three weeks ago. He he made a post on Instagram and he said, Yo, I just went to Monique's comedy show at you know for the Super Bowl weekend. Mm-hmm. He said it was incredible. She had me. Like in tears, she was so funny. And she said, I don't understand why she's not, why she's not growing, why she's not bigger. And and he was like, we should only, he made a post. He said, we should only cancel things that are harmful to our culture. But Mm. if something in our culture needs to be celebrated, we need to celebrate that. So Mm. he was like, I'm gonna take care of it. We gonna gonna get Monique back where she belongs. And literally in, in like two or three more posts, he said, just got off the phone with Tyler Perry. He said, he ain't got no beef. With uh, no beef with Monique, um, he said he can't speak for Oprah, but he, but he said Oprah has definitely mentioned her name in places where mm. he feels like she can be a success. But he was like, we have we have no issues with um, with Monique, and Fifty was like, I'm gonna make some calls. We are gonna make this happen. And three weeks later, Lee Daniels apologizes. So wow. Fifty Cent was the whole, Fifty Cent was the one that brokered that whole thing. Oh my gosh. He was the one that brokered the whole thing. I immediately saw like a very contemporary uh, Grinch movie happening. (laughs) (laughs) How this man went from stealing Christmas to his art growing three sizes bigger. Oh my gosh. Lee Daniels, this is your next script, right there. Tyler Perry, because this is very much a a bad Tyler Perry movie. So Tyler Perry, get your wigs out. That's that's your next uh, production right there. Yo, that'll be a great title for this. 50 Cent, The Grinch. No. Uh, 50 Cent is The Grinch That Stole Hollywood. I don't know. I'll come (laughs) up with a title. We got to come up with a title because that's such a great comparison. That's such a great comparison. The Grinch yes. stole Holly. The Grinch that stole Monique. I don't know, something like that. Yeah, we'll figure something out. But that's that's a good <laughs> title. I like that. But anyway, um, but yeah, it it was fifty. But the thing about it is, fifty got power. You know, you know, no pun intended. But <laughs> I was gonna say, you know, I I I think his his foray into Hollywood is quite interesting, and I don't know enough of a backstory. Let me just say this. If you watch this, 50 Cent, like, I don't want no problems. <laughs> I 
don't know what you be doing. <laughs> I don't yeah. have no problems with you. <laughs> let me tell you something. I, I, I feel like your husband will be like, listen, okay? <laughs> you know, I know you dig it all. I throw a brick at your ass or something. <laughs> I just asked him. I was like, if we were somewhere and someone said something crazy to me, would you slap them? And he was like, no, <laughs> I'm not slapping anybody. So I know for sure. <laughs> he would be like, pretty, you got you got it. <laughs> you you good. <laughs> He's lying. I don't believe him, man. I, 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 I believe him. He might not slap him, but he'll throw a rock. That's what I think, too. I'm a rocket. I'm talk about my lady. I'm going to fight 50 Cent. Goddamn, if I don't throw a and stick. I would, and I would understand. I would certainly understand if he's like, no, nah, I can't do this. I'd be like, listen, we got to move. Like, what, what do we have to do? But that's actually another another conversation too. That was another conversation I was having with friends about, you know, women wanting men to protect them. But at the same time, again, there comes consequences. And not just interracially, but interracially. There are a lot of men in jail. I know actually a few that are in prison mm -hmm. or that are under underneath the ground because they were protecting a black woman. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. um, and it's not the black woman's fault. I'm not saying that, but it just mm -hmm. went, it went left. Like yeah. it, it escalated, but it started from that. You know what I'm saying? So that, that's a whole nother conversation, but that's something we might want to, want to really talk about. And again, I'm not blaming black women. Mm -hmm. I do believe we're supposed to protect black women, but mm -hmm. that could also be a reason why a lot of black men are careful and have to be very strategic about how we move when it comes to that, because you can, I mean, there's just so, I, I know of people who are in prison right now and mm. I'm, I'm like maybe second or third degree away from people who are um, under the ground because mm -hmm. of the scenario going wrong. Yeah, I mean, I believe it. I believe it, you know. <clears throat> I even think of like an incident um, before, I'm trying to remember if it was before we got married or before, even if we were before we got engaged where um me and Kunle were in like a, a a bit of a social setting with like lots of people this is this had this was clearly 2019 or before because <clears throat> nobody was like we were just all out just living life and um I remember someone said something sideways to me a, a man said something sideways to me and I think um, Astra was there um, and maybe a couple other friends were there. Astra's been on the, on the pod before. And um, I told her what happened. She was like, man, I can't believe he said that to you. Like, that's extremely rude. And then of course, like I said to Kumi, like, oh, you know, this guy said, said something to me. And he still to this day, to this very day is like, who, who is this guy? I just want to, I just want to talk to him. Right. Um, and I would not tell him, I would not point this guy out. Like I would not, because I was like this, we don't need to end where this situation possibly could. Like, there's nothing you could say in this moment to resolve a scenario like that. Right. Um, so yeah, like it's believable. I think people say things sideways all the time and fisticuffs follow and sometimes things beyond fisticuffs follow so right right yeah, yeah we gotta we gotta really i think that is a, a definite conversation we definitely want to have for sure because mm -hmm. it's 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 tough it is tough mm -hmm. but um but yeah like going back to this notion of like power like 
had had 50 Cent not gotten involved, if this probably would still be going on. But because 50 has so much power in television now, and now he can negotiate that power with a Lee Daniels, you know, maybe he ain't got Tyler Perry Oprah, but just, you know, what he's able to do, what he's able to accomplish and the moves he's been making, he was able to help get get Monique back on. So I'm I mean, it's it's interesting to see fit to see 50's reputation kind of turn a little bit despite all of the crazy stuff that he's been doing, you know what I'm saying, for a long time. So Yeah, I mean, yeah. I I had no idea. I had no idea. Well, obviously, like I knew he was the villain, but I had no idea that he had this little um uh santa claus spirit or i don't even know whatever to call it but like yeah. you know this spirit to the spirit of reconciliation yeah, yeah. <laughs> and i don't think of any part of him as reconciliatory so right right, right. that's and super interesting yeah and i mean coming from you know i i mean people will probably say you know he came from queens poverty all that other kind of stuff you mm. know it probably it takes a while to get out of that <laughs> to come out of that survival you know that man no that man has been out longer than he's been in so <laughs> no i said it. he was like i've been rich longer than i've been broke I confess. yeah like, yeah that's you know you're right, you're right yeah he what is it like 20 30 years that he's been yeah yeah it's been about 20 years yeah been, he's he's been big yeah, that's true. So, you're right. You're right about it. I can't lie. And I don't even think that man lives in New York. I think he lives in like maybe a Jersey, maybe <laughs> maybe a Connecticut. <laughs> he ain't nowhere so, near, the, near the projects. <laughs> yeah. So, so I'm not saying that he's again, Mister Scent. I mm. I want no problems with you. Yeah. I want no smoke. Yeah, <laughs> so. yeah, I feel. But yeah, so. Hating on these topics, hating on these <laughs> folks. What's your what's your what's your takeaway? What's your takeaway? You know, Hollywood yeah. is a place that feels real like familiar. Like when people mm -hmm. do and say things, it's like, mm -hmm. yeah, I, I get it. But you know, there there's several degrees of separation. Yeah. You know, there's some things that are going on that I'm like, that that would never happen to me unless I died and was reborn in a fairy tale. Mm -hmm. So you know, those sections of the paper where it's like celebrities, they're just like us. Like I might understand some of the things that they do, but I I don't live that way fully. So yeah. that's my takeaway. Man, I think my takeaway is that Jay-Z line, either, either live long enough to see yourself become the villain or live long mm. enough to see yourself become the hero. Mm. And we see that in both situations. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Um, live live long because you have, you have no idea what's going to end up happening or what opportunity is going to present itself to make you look like a hero or make you mm -hmm. look like a villain so mm -hmm. just keep living in and 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 don't get caught up on either one because you can quickly go from one to the other listen and this is why i understand why beyonce don't say nothing but whatever's in her songs Listen. you will find out whatever you need to find out maybe you'll get a little social media post but other than that that's it that's it and i that's get it. it yeah yeah no I, I love it i love it 
So, man, this was a good, this was a good lengthy mini soul. <laughs> we talk about popular culture and what's in the news. And I always got to bring up future. You always got to bring up Beyonce. <laughs> Good and evil gotta fight it out. <laughs> no, no, Beyonce been doing some crazy stuff, man. She need to stop, man. She need to that, that evil. <laughs> First of all, the evil that she displays. Is, is, come get him, Beyonce. Come get him. He's right here. <laughs> oh, I don't want those. You don't want no smoke with fifty. I don't want no smoke with the Beyonce. Y'all, y'all good. They gonna get y'all you. Stingers. Y'all put y'all stingers in y'all behind. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want it. I'm good. I'm cool. But yes, yeah, yeah. So, been another episode, Mini Soul Street Academy podcast. Where we get one for in the academy and one for in the streetsies. You can follow us at Street Academy Podcast. You can follow Dr. Hater at Jack and Demission on all the things. Jack and Demission, all the things. J. Paul Grant on IG, JPG on um, Facebook. And I don't even really be on Twitter like that. I heard it's a very toxic place. <laughs> I'm, in the, I'm in a space where I'm trying to stay away from as much toxicity as possible. So, yeah. Anyway, love y'all. Appreciate y'all. Appreciate all the comments, the subscribers. Subscribers have been growing. Followers have been growing. It's been great. Keep just rocking with us. We just going to keep doing what we can, putting our content. We do this because we have fun with it. So keep For rocking sure. with us. All right, Thank y'all. You. So that you know got their feet apart the neck of the haters the game and the devil like came in